This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the UF podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We love a Sunday special, right? These episodes are so much fun. I love them. They're short. People can send them around. They're always they're always super relatable. I love the I mean, I say this every time. I love the screenshots. They keep it, they keep everyone honest. Mm-hmm. I agree. And yeah, you can't you can't hide in your emails. We we can't we we see it all. And listen, I just want to let people know I am a podcast listener myself. So like I I, I understand. Juliano, do you listen to podcasts? I do. Do you have a favorite? I'm very into true crime. Um, mm. I I try you know I I put my brain on a shelf that way since uh, yes d- dating I talk about with you. Um, so I really like the show <laughs> Right Handed personally recommend it great what day of the week does red-handed come out thursdays that's the thing you look forward to thursdays like i'm sure like it's a part of your thursday schedule i have podcasts every day of the week i have one for every day like i i'm a huge fan of uh the tony kornheiser podcast i i love that podcast and it's like a few times a week and i listen to it if that came out on a sunday it would be such a gift to me the idea that we're giving out on a sunday because Sunday, I'll be traveling or I'm just sitting in the recesses of my mind being like, oh, get away from me, thoughts. And what a so I'm just saying we're doing you guys a huge solid. We're doing a Sunday. You're welcome. The idea that there's and there's someone in your life that needs a Sunday judge, so to speak. They need a Sunday pick me up help. a pick me up, a put a brand on the shelf. They need other people's problems to sink their teeth in, not their own. Send this podcast to a friend. Give them the gift of a Sunday zhuzh. I'm using that word a lot now. Zhuzh. Zhuzh. What is the definition of zhuzh exactly? Like a 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 glow nudge. up, a a, a a positive nudge. Let's let's. Okay. That's what I'll call it. That's that's what I mean by it. That's what. It, so I think. This podcast, you could help someone today. Share, share, share. Are we ready? Let's. Uh, I'm ready. Anything let's, else going on at Betches that we need to talk about? You know, just the fact that we have this amazing crew neck sweater. It says you up on it. It's really soft. It's a great way to support the show. It's a great way to show people you're a fan. And it's a great thing to just wear around your apartment because it's super comfortable. And if you send us a picture of it, we'll put it on our Instagram story. It really is a very, very comfortable and it sweatshirt and it looks good. It's a it's a good looking sharp, yeah. as my grandpa would say. Sharp. Exactly. It ha- kind of resembles a college sweatshirt. It really just give it gives you good vibes. I love wearing it. And you guys can get yours at shopetches.com now. Totes agree. Let's uh let's get into this. Let's do it. All right, we have a fuckboy or not today. I love love these. I've been missing them. We haven't done one in a I know. bit. I'm excited to get about out the it. gavel. Exactly. Judge J and J are here to <laughs> to weigh in on the age old debate. All right, I'm yes. gonna read this email. Okay, go for it. Okay, hi J and J. I'm obsessed with you guys, and I regularly send your podcasts to the group chat. 
I think I got a good fuckboy or not for you or fuckboy or love bombing or he's really dumb. I don't know. Let's see. So there's this guy. I promise you he's dumb. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so there's this guy that went to the same college as me. Um, so we met their mutual friends when we ended up in the same city and we immediately hit it off. We went on a cute date before we went home for the holidays and we have texted every day since we met. Then we went on another date when we got back and really hit it off again. And I ended up going back to his apartment. And he walked back, and we walked back holding hands and kissing at stoplights. I know, I'm cringing too. Then we hooked up, no sex though, and it was super coupley, like he was kissing my forehead and stuff, and he even made comments about future dates, and we agreed that we would obviously hang out again. I feel like you have something you'd want to say about this. Well, I have a lot to say already. I'm like, I'm like jumping out of my skin. She she puts a lot of importance on things that aren't important. The holding hands, right. like, like the, the, those are all things forehead you do. Forehead kiss is not. Forehead kiss, listen. It, some people that's just how they are when they're in the midst right. of a of a fun time say you know i think the most important part is talking about future dates like that's you that's know the, like that's kind of thing. like that yeah that's like a a dick thing to do if you don't plan on making those day, dates happen so i i do she we have to pull from it right the well, things that matter and the things that don't the issue with dating is that you compare people you're dating to the other people that you date, but that could, mm. like you said, that could just be their thing. Like the only way to tell is like if what that means is to know how they act around other people. Cause again, like you said, they might do that with everyone they date. Totally. And also he, the other thing is there's a guy that went, that went to the same college as me. This is kind of like a love hack, so to speak. When you go to, when you've, you, when you're meeting so we met through mutual friends and we ended up in the same city and we immediately hit it off. You somewhat immediately hit it off because you know the same street signs and the same old bars and the same teachers and professors. Oh, Mr. McGillicuddy was the worst. I used to take his econ 101 class. I hate him. And now you feel like you know each other more than you do. So these are like hacks towards getting around first date stuff. That's why you're kissing on the forehead quicker than maybe you would have it said uh, they write then we hooked up no sex though that's okay i'm not saying I, I wouldn't judge you sex or no sex i'm just saying there's a lot here that is romanticized that doesn't matter right the talking about like i agree though talking about future dates that's something to note that's a little note yeah that's a little shitty it can be shitty okay then the next week he changed his friend's plans to hang out with my friends and then we hung out all night and all of our friends commented on how cute we are together. We went back. Doesn't to his matter. Pl- <laughs> You're like the like, eh, like the buzzer. Like, yeah. no, nah, no. <laughs> your friends said you were cute. Okay. Wow. Your friends know everything. <laughs> Good. We went back yeah. to his place and somehow it was even more coupley. And he made three comments. Not that you're counting about how cute we are <laughs> together and how we wished he knew me in college. Even how we were a thing. All of which responded with, mm-hmm, because it seemed like a lot. So, uh, see, okay, the we were a thing thing that's annoying. This is where it gets a little, a little balmy. But I would also say, let me let me defend him a little. There's a point when you are there's a there's a version of of woman that everything you say is a, is a line. And it, okay, <laughs> so let me defend him. where she says all of which respond with mm-hmm. Like there's the mm-hmm woman out there where everything is aligned, but then they keep going along with it. So there's a certain point where I can understand. The guy I'm giving keeps going a l- along with it. 
she keeps going along with it. Like, well, what else is she, she supposed to say? Like, no, hey, we're not. We're not a thing. Like, or hey, uh, I'm. Uh, wh- at what point are you turned off by this? Well, I, well, I you think know, it's like, a tough if you're, you to, can't acknowledge that it's a, you. You're saying like, no, she's turned she's, on by it. She likes it. She is That's turned on saying. by. It. I uh, yeah, but I mean, and so I understand. The idea, like just to defend her, I'm saying like yeah. I understand the idea of like you want to be like you still want to be like fun and like maybe you're like a little skeptical, but you don't want to be like and we t- we've talked about this before like towing the line between like um you know like bitter cynical like a uh, person who's like been around the block and like naive mm-hmm. and you don't know what what like you can't read a situation. Mm-hmm. So I think her kind of, she's kind of like oh yeah okay like we're a thing sure whatever, which is. Like what else is she supposed to say? I don't know, but but I I'm with you. I'm not trying to beat her up because I'm like I I do. I'm just saying like when you deal with the person who's like at everything you say, eye rolls everything you say, and like the mm-hmm to everything, it feels like he's like trying to break through to get you to. I don't know. I I think it's divi- it's it's definitely not good of him to do this, but it also might be him trying to figure out if you're to trying to get any emotion out of you if everything is an eye roll. Right. Well, I wonder if she means like that literally, or if she's just like what what she means by that is that she was like totally, like. Yeah, I don't know, and and well, also if you're going, you know, if you're going along with it, he starts doing it more. But I guess then the response would be like. What's she supposed to, you know, you're damned right. if you do, damned if you don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. She, w- I think it's like, sh- it's one thing if she's like adding on, like, yeah, we are a couple. Like, I um, want you to meet mm. my parents. Is like getting too into what he's saying. And then there's like the, mm-hmm, which is like, you know, a little too standoffish. And I think, I mean, what I hope she did was just be like, yeah, totally. Like, we're completely a thing. Like, in a almost like, well, kind of, like half sarcastic way. I know, and it's I, and it's like it's okay to not believe it, but if like it's also okay to say to someone, "Hey, that's a why are you saying these things? Why don't we just hang out? Let's get to know each other." Like I, I don't know. It's um, there's got to be because she's kind of hoping you, that they're true. I think that's why she's not saying that because she's like, yeah, maybe like yeah. he is really into me, and this is like on, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's hard. I, I but I, it is. I'm trying to s- listen. The the we should guy exists for a lot of guys. Where we should and and I do think that these we should we should do a date. We oh we're totally a thing. Like I do think he th- he does somewhat mean it in the moment, even though after right. the case it doesn't. It seems like this was all his big plan. But like I think guys get carried away with this when they're on a few drinks. They finally, they can be emotional with someone like, you know, you get so right. few chances to be like, actually have a feeling, you know, and you're getting it responded to. So I understand where it comes from. I also understand why it's so fucking annoying, but let's right. keep going. Let's see. Um, so then we had plans the next night on Saturday to get drinks with friends at 830, kind of as a double date thing, which made me nervous. But he said it sounded like fun and he would be there. Screenshots attached, of course. Fast forward to 8.09 and he texts me that he can't make it. I was pretty bummed but mostly frustrated he waited so long to tell me. So I didn't answer because I ended up going out with my friends and I was just pretty annoyed. Um, I'm trying to think what the best time for us to read these texts are. 
Um, and then we don't text the next day, so the first time since literally before Thanksgiving. I finally answered him on Monday night, but what I didn't realize was that at that moment, my friend had just seen him on a date with another girl. Obviously, mm. it could have been a friend, but who goes to a nice Italian dinner with a pretty girl in a dress? No one. In a dress? <laughs> <laughs> But then after his date, he answers my text asking about Saturday screenshots below. So I guess my question is, was I being love bombed? Why does he act so insanely coupley? Do I give it another try or is it too late because I have the ick by the late cancellation and the coupley action slash comments that he's probably saying to other girls too? Or is he actually really scatterbrained? He said he doesn't use a calendar, which is crazy. And I'm being way too harsh because we're not exclusive. Love you guys so much and would appreciate any and all insight. Also, if I need to be roasted, I can take it. I swear. So let's read these texts. Um, All right. And I have a lot, I have thoughts even before reading them, but I think they'll be helpful too. Okay. I like how she crosses off any she crosses out any information she thinks is irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not really how these work. No. But okay, I'll allow it. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama, every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit 
fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code podcast15. Okay, so you be her, I'll be him. Okay, so I text you, also no pressure at all, but some of my friends blank and blank are going to get drinks with their guys tonight if you want to come too. Okay, yeah, that sounds fun. What time? So this is Saturday afternoon that he, so she kind of presented it differently than these yeah. texts. Said. Also, I think the text that she crossed out is actually kind of relevant. Okay, I think to to just eliminate what he's saying, he's basically saying he's going to meet a friend. Yeah, right? and he's just talking about how cold it is. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is like somewhat relevant. It's not like he's literally sitting in his apartment all day. Like he has he has plans that he's going to first. And she also is presenting this the day of. Right. I mean, it went she says we had a double date plan for the next day. It's like, no, the next day you said, I'm gonna be going with friends. No pressure if you wanna come too. Like, that's a very flimsy date to me. Right. It's not like, will you come this at this time? Yeah. Okay. So she responds. I think like 8.30, they're still trying to figure out exactly where. Also, they're thinking about going to drink in blank. There's a thousand percent going to be a line, so we will probably end up going somewhere else is my guess. She said that at 7.42. Yeah, and then he at 8.08 says, hey, hey, I'm randomly at my friend's house outside of blank. Like, this was super spontaneous, but unfortunately, I won't be able to attend tonight. Otherwise, I'd love to. Frowny face. That's totally fine. That sounds like so much fun. I just wish you would let me know before A10. Ha 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 ha. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm the worst. Actually, my bad completely. I totally didn't mean to bail like that. I'm really sorry. I'll make it up. I promise. Okay. And then, so that was the end of their, she hearts that text, I guess, and doesn't really answer. And then just to give this all, to put this all in context. So she hearts the text. She's annoyed. She goes with her Mm -hmm. friends. And she doesn't seem so annoyed. She didn't make that very the clear. The text to him. does not seem like she's that annoyed. And she says, like, no. I'd prefer if you didn't tell me at 810, which, okay, fine. But also, he has a right to tell you at 810 because you just gave him a plan at 742. And before that, um, you gave him the time of 830 at 221 p.m. that day. And it was all very casual to me. Like, sure. to me, it was, a, he didn't get you to get dressed, put on makeup. The, the makeup did right. not go on because of him. And it's not like you had know, a date. Yeah. Well, that's always the feedback. It's like, you don't know. I had to put on makeup. I had to get dressed. I was getting showered. None of that was happening exclusively because he made it happen. He was led to believe there was this other hangout and the friends were coming and, hey, you should join. So I'm a, I'm on his side here as far as fuckboy behavior. Right. I think there – I agree. I don't think that he's acting like a fuckboy here. I do think um, there's something that I used to think too, and you can tell me if that's wrong, of the idea of like – if this person really liked me as much as like they were acting like they did, they would make sure they were there on a time that I suggested we hang out. Here, here's, here's the feedback to that. They've already spent the night before together, right? Is that what she says? I, I yeah. Then we had plans that okay. next night on Saturday to get drinks okay. with friends at 830 kind of as a double date thing. That is not what these texts look like. This does not look like a double date thing. And I and I think this is the problem. We're, we're in the middle, like, they're both kind of wrong. Like, 
I'm sure the night before he's like, we should hang tomorrow. We should hang tomorrow. That'd be great. And then she brings up this plan of like, hey, it's me and my friends. And the plan is just casual. And they're still getting to know each other. So they don't owe each other anything. They're not in that phase where it's like, hey, we have an assumed plan on a Saturday. I do think in these instances, a reset is necessary. So you guys what do you had mean by this reset? fun. Fr- so what I mean is like you had that fun Friday. Things got you had drinks. You don't fuck, but you have this fun like kiss on the forehead night. And then a lot of things are said in the heat of the of the exchange, which is fine. That's romantic. Well, this, there's That's another fun. date after that, though. That was the mean? first date. It, well, then they have this other date. So they, but I'm saying after that date, the after the next date, they have this other. You know, they have these. They have another night like the first date. Right. You know, where it's like they're coupley and three comments about how we were cute together and we're a thing. And he's he's saying, I think all these things said in those moments are really not to be, are really nice and fun to hear, but they're not really any commitment of like getting to know each other. There's no form of getting to know each other through, we could be a thing. So then the next day, they have these flimsy plans and then she kind of backs out of making them real plans. When she says, also no pressure at all, but some of my friends are going to get drinks with their guys tonight if you want to come too. She backs out of them being dating and backs into them being this like casual get together thing. If I'm her, the reset is, hey, no problem, this didn't work out. Let's do drinks on Thursday. I'm free. That gets you the effort that you're kind of looking for to see if this person is for real or not and not in cutesy town. Because- They've kind of allowed it to go to cutesy, you know, we hang out and we know these mutual friends and if you want to come, that's cool. Like, it's not really. Right. I don't think it means that the fact that he didn't go also that he doesn't like her. Totally um, agree. And I mean, that that I think will be displayed as we're. So just to finish off the text messages, mm-hmm. basically, um, basically, so that happens. She likes the message. And then on the next. um. So now it's th- after Thanksgiving. He didn't even write back after that. Oh, wow. Okay. So then when was the next? So he didn't write back after she likes the message and then her friend sees him on a date. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. So her friend sees him on a date. She tells him she's already texted him. And what she texted him was. No worries. It all worked out. Um, and then she writes about what happened. And then he's on a date, I guess, so he doesn't answer. And then he leaves the date and he comes back and he says this. I didn't realize until later that it was like a double date or bring your date kind of vibe. And then when I did, I was like, fuck, I'm the worst. Because at first I was like, oh, I just can't make it out tonight, whatever. Whatevs. (laughs) But then I was like, fuck, I ditched her at an actual event kind of thing. Did you all go to the Greek thing? So she's basically trying to figure out like how to interpret this. But how much time has passed between the the night that he didn't come out to the night that he's on the date with the dinner? So I didn't answer because like, I don't I know when this email is from. Because she says I finally answered him on Monday night. Yeah, I think I'm this was, to... I she said oh this isn't before things. She's basically saying we hadn't not texted for a full day since before Thanksgiving. I think only oh. one day passed. Okay, and I finally answered on Monday night. 
But what I didn't realize that it is at the moment my friend had just seen him on a date with another girl. So he sent, she claims she sends this text not knowing that his, her friend saw him on a date. So now he's back into like cleanup mode. Right. So basically, so he, okay, so what happens say is they have this, to him? What's, I don't think so. I think what happened here is the Saturday night, it goes weirdly. She winds up saying she's fine with it, liking the text, but then like there's clearly some weirdness because they don't text for the first time all day on Sunday mm-hmm. since the first time since before Thanksgiving. And then on Monday, she's like, okay, like I guess I'm going to just, I'm going to text him to figure out what's going on. And then she finds out at the same time she texts him that he's on a date. And then clearly he doesn't answer her on the date, but he leaves the date and he texts her. And he, when he texts her, it seems like if she didn't know he was on a date and he texted her that, I think that would be really nice. I don't know why he mm-hmm. randomly is like apologizing, like what spurred him. Yeah, it, realizing it is strange that off. all the, out of nowhere, he goes into this like, fuck, I didn't realize there was like an actual date going on. Mm-hmm. Like this was an actual thing that I bailed on. Right. I think what- the friend said something maybe. I guess she could. Do you think she went up to him while he was on a date and said something? <laughs> that seems aggressive. I mean, quite a friend. It's very aggressive. I, um, yeah, I don't know. And and then he responds to her like thing about the, you know, went to this thing. Like she's being pleasant with him. Yeah, and he's being well, apologetic. Well, I think her issue here is that like, and this happens like a lot early in dating, is that she doesn't really feel like she can say that she's disappointed that he didn't come because she doesn't feel, she feels like that she might be being like too much. So instead mm. she's, she's trying to like play the power card by being silently pissed off and not mm-hmm. saying anything. And then it kind again, not to blame her, but I do think when you do that and you're like kind of pissed off, but you don't actually tell the other person, that's why a lot of these things also fail because you're not really like, being up front and you're kind of playing games which don't really work. So I think if she had said to him when he said he wasn't coming at 810 or whatever, I think she was going to say like, hey, maybe I didn't like make it, maybe I didn't make it super clear. I made it sound kind of casual. I did really want you to come and I I just, I feel, I felt like a little disappointed that you didn't. Yeah, I I think she's playing games against herself. Like he's That's not, what happens when you play games. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, th- yeah, this guy... To me, he's being just nice enough. And it's easy to be just nice enough over text. I agree with you, Jordana. You got to let some... You have a right to be upset with any level of relationship while also still negotiating with the person you're in the relationship with. Like, the idea because like, oh, we've only hung out once. Well, we hung out once and you made a plan and then you kind of backed out of the plan and then you didn't really treat me as like... I, I felt treated as a secondary option and not an actual like something you should be doing. And right. that's just letting him know for next time. It doesn't mean that this thing breaks up or he doesn't try it for next time. I, and that's kind of the risk you take. But, but that's I think also a good ra- thing then because he now knows totally. how you feel. And if he's not able to meet your needs, which your needs are like when you say you're going to come, like I, I expect you to come, which is not like that crazy of a need. Um, then if he leaves, it's a good thing. She And it is a good thing, but that's why she needs a reset. She needs to, like, she needs to stop with this, like, and and you will find out very quickly. Like, because right now she's, like, she's putting him in positions to be nice and he's being nice at every turn. I don't think he's being a fuckboy. I don't think he's being um, a love bomber. I think this is how he, how he dates people and 
you have to let him know when you know at, at a certain point you have to let him know like these things are important to you even though they mean nothing to him or very a lot less to him but like i think when you deal with someone like this you have to like kind of it what sucks is like there's so much trash to wade through to the thing that actually matters to you she has to say i want a date and that's really all that matters this him asking about the museum and how much fun and apologizing and i'm the worst like wade through that to i'm free thursday if you want to hang let's get to know each other then but the other stuff i don't need yeah i agree i think that's like the the way to do it and again like if she's disappointed, I think it's okay to say you're disappointed. You don't have to be, you can be disappointed without actually being mad. And it still gives totally. someone insight into, into who you are and, and where you're at. And I think what's always seen as this bad thing. And I remember like wanting to do that in certain instances, but then being like, I don't want to scare this person away by being mm. like the girl who's like angry at him for not coming to something. And then he thinks I'm crazy and then doesn't ever want to see me. But it's like, if what you want is what you want and that's what you and like you expect a certain standard or something and the person thinks you're crazy for it, like it's not going to be that great of a relationship because that's what you want. You'll be doing you this, can't change what you want. That's what you want. You'll be doing this till the end of time, just asking friends at every turn. Like, what does it mean when he says he's so cool over text? It's like, yeah, he's always going to be cool over text. Right. The only way to see if someone actually cares to actually see is to like ask for what you want and see if they actually do something to... To get there, that's the only real way to see. So it's very easy for someone to say anything they feel like saying to make to make you think they like them. The only way to really tell is for for you to ask and then to see if they deliver. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. And and sometimes we don't do that because it's just easier to not have to deal with those emotions. So yeah, I get and that it's too. Scary. It's scary totally. to, for someone to not meet them, and then you have to be like, because you because the when you do that, it requires an action, and if they don't meet it, then you're like okay, now I have to act on my standard and it, mm-hmm. this felt good and I don't know if I want to give it up. Yes, and maybe if I did it differently, they would have stayed, but honestly, this would have came up at some point. Right. So I think we helped this person. I think so. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Let's play some games. Let's do it. I love these. We're calling it J&J Final Say. Yes. It's a great name. Uh, Maddie with the great name on that one. So these are on the Pod Instagram account. We, we asked the followers for unpopular dating opinions. And this came out to a 50-50 agree and disagree. You ready? I'm ready. Unpopular dating opinions. This person wrote in, someone doesn't owe you anything after going on one date, not even a text. 50% of people agree. 50% of people disagree. What do you think, Jordana? Um, I agree. I think if no I one... Too. I think there, I've had scenarios where I went on one date with someone and we both were not into it and no one texted each other and it's almost like it didn't happen. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then eight years later you match again on a dating app and realize you have each other's number you know? Did you guys ever go out <laughs> we haven't um yet i don't know i mean i'm just back to new york so i i yeah 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 excuses, excuses. <laughs> if you wanted to you would <laughs> that's right no i agree i don't think anyone owes anybody yeah, well, I day. do think I, w- I would like to caveat that, though. I think if someone texts you, you owe them a response. Oh, yeah. If, if someone breaks the silence, give them the bow they're looking for. Right. You should answer. But you don't yeah. you do not owe anyone initiating an after date text. I'm with you. Uh, let's do one more. Okay. Okay. So th- this question box was asking for awkward sex stories that made you end a relationship. So this is actually asking if it's a red flag deal breaker. Okay. Okay. So the awkward sex story is that he sweated all over me, even in my eyes. That's is a it a red flag or a deal breaker? That's a lot of sweat. Um, if I really, really liked the guy, I think mm. I'd be fine with it. Yeah, I think I'd be cool with it. I, I really like if a woman was just a sweaty person, like what are they going to, it's not like they want to Can't be help that. it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't help it. It's not like, and it's like, I mean, I'm not grossed out by sweat at all. Like if I saw someone like a, with a woman with like pit stains, I'm not like, Ugh! like I never got why that was like a gross thing to people. Yeah, I think it's fine. It's like, they're clearly, you know, they're clearly working. Hmm. You know, they're not just lying there. So I'd rather them be sweaty and moving. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, we solved dating again. We did it. I'm proud of us. Share, people. These are the perfect episodes to share. 30 minutes in and out. You have a friend in need dealing with a similar tech situation. Let them know and we'll be back on Wednesday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. 
and send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.